0: Well, welcome. Once again, this is WNZN Radio coming to you. We're uh, located in Lorraine, Ohio. Very happy you tuned in this morning on really this beautiful uh, almost spring day, David. A yeah. little bit of snow on the ground, not too much snow. Yeah. But we are happy that you tuned in once again. Uh, if you're having any problems, static, or the volume isn't uh, clear, sometimes our signal you know, goes out. It actually goes more westward, David, towards Toledo, down south to Massland, and on the west side of Cleveland, nearby Avon. But if you, have, if anyone's listening, having difficulties, I would suggest you live stream it and just go to www.wnzn.org. That's wnzn.org, and we are 89.1 FM on the radio station. So thanks again for tuning in. As promised, we have a special guest. You know, David, it seems like the past month and a half we We've had people literally from around the world. Yes, we have. (laughs) Which is kind of uh, interesting, you know, um, and then we're going to have the same thing uh, today. And so what I want to do is introduce a good friend of mine. I've known him many years, Two boy, a quarter of a century, really, I would think, Uh, Raymond Humberg. Raymond lives in uh, Thailand, central Thailand, actually center-west Thailand, but he goes all around Thailand. You're going to hear about his ministry, his projects, as well as he travels overseas so welcome to the show raymond very happy to have you yeah, with us thank you yeah, good good to have you raymond and uh, can you tell us where you're at right now uh, i i'm in dark okay I'm
1: now outside outside in the countryside in our mission center
0: okay so you have a mission center Uh, Just I want my listeners to know, and it's pretty much in Central Thailand. Of course, Thailand is in Southeast Asia. If anybody remembers the Vietnam War, it was like uh, that's in the same neighborhood. You know, you have Thailand, Cambodia, Laos. Uh, Vietnam and uh, it, what's interesting about Thailand is Thai means free and Thailand means land of the free so it was never really taken mm-hmm. over by foreign power let alone communist that it's been a free country and wow. I know uh, so you've lived there how long now Raymond
1: oh I lived now I came the first time 1973 uh, on and
0: off, in and out, but since 1988, I actually live here. Okay. Hey, can you tell, uh, just give a little uh, story of your life and how you came to accept Jesus Christ, and then, then I want to get into the, your vision, your projects, your ministry, but maybe you, for the sake of our listeners, uh, maybe you can give just a little uh, little bit of a testimony.
1: And i uh, married, married with four kids and very. Uh, I was born in 1954 in a Christian uh,
2: family, but we didn't read uh, the, the Bible. You know, that was just people were a Christian religion. And. I had from the age of eight when I was eight I had a desire to
1: find out the truth. I wanted to know how the world works. And I didn't mind actually in which way it works, I just wanted to know the truth
2: that ah that is how the world works. And and actually from from young age I I believed in God, or I I knew I
1: knew in my heart there is God, but I didn't know how to talk to him and how this is all about. So, from age of eight, I wanted to seek the truth, and I started to read uh, scientific books. I became a lab, lab assistant, and. But then, with the hippie movement, my life changed because suddenly my focus shifted from science to uh, travel and in order to pay all all for this uh, travels, I I had a small uh, business to sell to buy second-hand cars in
0: uh, Germany. Oh, so you sold so, cars?
1: Um, <laughs> yes, hello.
0: Yeah, you sold cars that in Germany. Uh,
1: right. I I, I bought uh, second-hand cars and hmm. sold
2: them in the Middle East, it's in uh, Pakistan,
1: India, with Middle East. And And at this time, I learned about my desire was to understand uh, people. suddenly about these people in Afghanistan, Pakistan, how do they live? What do they want? So that is that, that really got, got me and I wanted to learn to learn more and more. And because I was still on the search for the truth, I became involved with with all the religions there. So I joined Islam. I went to a mosque. I learned to pray with them. I learned. Uh, I joined the Hindus and yoga. You know all all this stuff, and always looking for the truth. I thought maybe these people have the truth, but I didn't find it you know it took me some time and i sense no that's that's not the truth and also in church back home i grew up in a catholic church and then i hear the priest and the teaching everything i think that's not the truth there must be there must be something else and then this was a turn in my life i met in uh, Thailand, I met uh, a ninja. Nin- ninja warrior.
0: A ninja warrior, you know, a ninja warrior.
1: Uh, I, yeah. And he was, real. <laughs>
0: huh.
1: he was real, he was real, he was raised in a te- temple, and uh, all his life he was trained, he was trained in the art of uh, ninjas. And uh, he could fight like Bruce Bruce Lee. You know, I watched him. <laughs> he really fought like Bruce Lee. Could son, son, You know, he, uh, he was in a room and uh, he was gone. Okay. And, uh, one time I was with him, and he turned turned into into a monkey. So I no, already saw his uh, body shift. His body changed.
0: So he was involved in the occult. Would you say the, the people that might be listening wouldn't know? But that—that's the, there's really demonic powers that can cause people to actually change how they look.
1: Uh, that, that was, at, at this time I I did not know. I know only this guy is is real. And I wanted to learn from him. Uh, actually, we we became good good friends.
2: But what I didn't know that his power was from a demon. Okay. And at this time, I I didn't know that uh, demons are real. I didn't know, but uh, I learned it quick. Yeah, yeah. And then at uh, one point his demon came on me
1: and actually wanted to dis dis uh, actually wanted to own me. Suddenly this demon came on me and the demon talked to me and said, "Give up, give up," and that means actually this demon wanted to to own me.
0: At that time, you didn't know anything about the Bible or angels or demons or anything, right? I knew a bit, you know, people talk and in school we
3: learn and this thing. Uh, This was was something. How old were you? Raymond, how old were you at this time? Uh,
1: 21. 21, okay. I came came first time to Thailand with with 19. And I think this time I was about 20,
0: 21. Okay. Now, did this cause you to start thinking about God? Uh, no. <laughs>
2: no, that was strange. But, but I was like, uh, I mean, suddenly there was
1: this spirit. The spirit came and talked to, to, to me. I felt like I'm in a clamp, in a, in a metal clamp, I couldn't breathe, I couldn't see uh, colors, and always I felt like somebody wants to suck out my mind. And. And this went on every day. Every day, this demon came every day and talked to me. Give up. Give up. And this was one of my most most uh, difficult times. It, it was not. it, it was not nice. You know, it was really not nice, and suddenly all this thing, Karate, Bruce Lee, and suddenly this was all gone, and there was a threat. And I know if I give in to this demon, I will either die or lose my mind.
0: Okay.
3: Did did you see a physical form with this entity, or was it just verbal?
1: Uh, the uh, spirit was was just a
0: problem. Okay, got it in your mind. Okay, okay. <clears throat> got it. so so the uh, demons talked talked to me, and my friends could could hear it. Hmm. So
1: so it, it was, was not in my mind. There was some somewhere a, a voice. And he came every day, he called me by my name, and and he always said, give up. And I said no. And then it took about one year, I mean this was one year, it was like, it was difficult, it was hard, it was sticky. And after one year I, to myself when the demon comes tonight I will uh, agree I will give up because mm. after one year I couldn't mm. work in anymore I was just so I didn't care to die or what happened I just wanted this has to stop so I decided in my heart when the demon come tonight I will, I will give, give in so I, I was like somebody, somebody want to jump down from the bridge. Yeah. And said yes. That's it.
3: <clears throat> okay. So so take us to that point. What happened that evening?
1: So I was there. Uh, I was ready to die or anything. I was just glad this whole thing must stop. Mhm. And then suddenly. In my room, there was a note. There was a, was a note in the air. And, and on the note, it was the, the Bible.
0: The note had it was the a Bible?
1: Very clear, simple. Sorry, John.
0: The note did the note re- reference the Bible?
1: Uh, right, yeah, it that. It, it, uh,
0: it, 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 it was uh, printed, uh, the Bible. Oh, it. oh.
1: It was, in, in, it, it was engraved.
3: Interesting. In yeah. And it was just floating in the air in front of you?
1: Uh, right, yeah. It was just, just wow. in, in the air, It was strange.
2: It was like a <clears throat> uh, hologram. And uh, when I saw the note, I thought. I had a Bible, I actually had had one.
1: And then I took this book, I took the Bible, and I talked loud to to myself, and I said loud, if this does not work now, I'm dead. And I opened the Bible, and I
2: start to read, and read, and read, and I felt like,
1: I felt like, I, I, I didn't hear it, but I felt like there are voices who call, uh, read, 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 you know, like I'm I'm uh, running
2: wow. and I have wow. a fan
1: club and they say, Raymond, read, uh, read, 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 read. Wow. This gave power, this suddenly power came back, just reading the scriptures. Without actually knowing what I read, but reading this gave me power.
0: That's good. I mean, that's a very powerful. Voice.
1: It, it
3: gave you power, or it, it calmed you down. Uh,
1: uh, power. 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 Not not calm, and I
2: still had this. Uh, I I still couldn't breathe. <clears throat> and i still i still
1: didn't see no uh, colors but i had power
0: i had strength and i had a will to live oh boy beautiful
1: before i said okay i I die now that's it but i had a very very strong will to live and it was nice it it felt
3: really good you know this this will to to live (laughs) Did you have a warm feeling over your body, like the Holy Spirit was around you? Uh,
1: uh, uh, not yet, actually. Okay. This, this came, came after in Spain. Mm-hmm. I just felt uh,
2: a <clears throat> strength. Mm-hmm. I just felt strength, and I felt a will to live. Beautiful. That life is gold, and yeah, mm. I want to live.
1: <laughs> and, and then the next day, God talked to, to, to me, and God said, go back, go back to uh, Germany. And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, I say, Lord, please, please heal me, but I stay here. And then... I experienced God, that was so nice. I really said, I don't want to move back to Germany. I really don't want, I found my life. You know, my, my dream was always live at a at, at beach, the blue ocean, the, the, the palm trees. And uh, I had it there. You know, I lived in the South, and lived in Phuket. Uh, So I had all what I wanted in life and then God told me go back to Germany and I said no but God made me actually buy a ticket, get my money, fly back to Germany and I did did this with my free will but I didn't want to. (laughs) You know,
3: sounds a
0: bit weird. Now, God is guiding you, right?
3: <clears throat> and how old were you at this point, about 22, 23? Raymond, you were 22 or 23? Uh, 21
1: there it is his age
3: time. Okay, but you, you said for a year the demon kept coming on you, and then, uh... uh yeah. yeah. So, okay. Uh, what, what happened that night, so the demon didn't come back?
1: Right. The, the demon didn't come back, the demon stopped talking uh, to me, but still there was this uh, clamp around my chest, so I still couldn't breathe well, <clears throat> I didn't see, I didn't see uh, I it was grayish, dirty, dirty grayish, that was still there. Uh, sucking of the demon didn't talk and i have now this will too uh, and i moved then so I, I took a plane and that is a, a, a long long, uh, long uh, story again but we had a stop uh, stop uh, over in uh, egypt and from there I traveled to, to Israel. Suddenly I felt like God
2: wanted me going to, to Israel.
1: And there I walked around, I walked through, through the desert and suddenly I had a vision. <clears throat> and in the vision I saw myself I saw myself covered in clay, in a thick thick layer of clay. And I looked at my, myself, my legs, my body, my arms, it was all like clay, dry clay, dry, hard clay. And I stretched my arms and the clay broke off and fell down. And I looked to the sky, and I saw the blue. I saw the blue sky. And that was after over a year. I saw first time colors. Wow. I saw the blue skies, and I could never never think before
3: seeing a blue sky how beautiful this is i was i screamed i said blue the sky wow. it was so nice and at this time i could breathe again and all the, the effects of the uh, demon were gone wow boy that's that's a miracle praise god so, so then you really started to get into the Bible. Did you find a church? Did you find a manor? What happened from that point?
1: Oh, uh, no. <laughs> mm. I mean, God really loves me. God, God really waits for me. So after <clears throat> I went back, I came back to uh, Germany, and I put my Bible on the shelf and forgot everything. You know, Germany. You have uh, you work here and there, do this, do that. Was completely out of my mind, hmm. and uh, which is sad. Uh, I admit, this is sad. But then came a friend, and he asked me to join him on his yacht. He had a yacht, and he wanted to travel, travel uh, around the world. So I said, yeah, great, good, let's go. <laughs> so we walked, and I learned this and that, and then we, we started to sail. And then at night, you know, uh, being on the yacht, and at nighttime, uh, steering outside, you know, you just see the moon, the stars, the waves. And that was the first time I had time to think. Suddenly I thought about my life and then I thought about this, what happened to me.
2: And I knew I was, it was really hard.
1: I know I was in great uh, danger. And reading a Bible helped me. And uh, then I wanted to know was the Bible really t- to help me? Or was this just the right tool at the right time? So I started to think about this more and more. Is it true God or was it uh, just a tool at
2: the right time,
1: something to hold on? And these questions went on. And then by the yacht we arrived in Spain and I had some misunderstandings with my friends and he suddenly took the yacht and left and I was in Spain, I was at, at, at the beach and he took the yacht with all my stuff on board, my money and everything and he just left and... I was there at the beach, but I had, I had my Bible. So I'm really down, I was very <coughs> really frustrated, what shall I do, oh, no, now I'm in south of Now I have to hitchhike back, or this will be a long journey. So I was really down and I opened, I opened the Bible and I saw Psalm 23, and I read only verse one: "The Lord is my shepherd." And this verse we we learned in school, we read it in church, but this time it was like the Bible verse come out of the book. Oh. It was really, it was something, uh, there was a, a moment, I think I understood what this words mean. I, the Lord, and I really knew what, what it means. The Lord, this is God, the owner of everything. God, and I know really the Lord, I really know the weight of this word, it was powerful. And then Lord is my shepherd, me, Lord, me. You know, that was we become clear, it become really clear. It was powerful. I
2: mean, the, the, the Bible, the moment the verse
1: becomes clear. And I was just amazed, the Lord is my shepherd. But I knew, I knew deep inside my heart that the Lord is not yet my shepherd. But here I read, he he is, you know, so there was this uh, friction, there was this uh, tension. But I was in awe, I said, the Lord, God Almighty is my shepherd. And then I heard a, a small voice. I he felt like I didn't see anything, but I felt like the Lord is there. The Lord uh, Jesus is there in earth is there uh, with me and I felt like the Lord Jesus just and the Lord asked me, do you want it? and I said loud to, to, to my, myself
0: I would be a fool to say no <laughs> yeah right <clears throat>
2: Yeah. And I lifted my hands and I
1: shouted out from my heart, yes, I want, I want
2: oh. this.
1: And then I felt like, I felt like God, the, the Holy uh, Spirit, Holy Spirit fills me. Mm-hmm. I was full, I was really full. oh. I ran down the beach, and always in my mind, the Lord is my shepherd. Whoa. I ran down the beach, and there was a group of uh, hippies. <laughs> so I ran to these guys, and I said, guys,
2: look at this. Psalm 23, the Lord is my
1: shepherd. And by, by God's grace, they, they all said, wow, we want to learn more. Wow. And and, uh, out of this group came after a little church, and we we started mission work. And this was powerful. I mean, this was uh, amazing. Yeah, it was uh, great.
0: Now, Raymond, uh, uh, yes, please. Uh, Just for the sake of our audience, this was the moment in your life. Really, it changed forever. You know, and and you mentioned now you that little church, and you guys started in uh, ministry and missions, and I want to make sure that people understand where you're at today. So, uh, as you walk us along, just uh, it's just amazing how God used one life to reach so many lives that you never, never expected to.
1: Right, and after this, I said I follow. God, I follow the Lord, the Lord Jesus is Lord, is my King, He is my Captain. I want to, I want to follow Him, and we tried. Uh, we had, uh, we started several, several uh, ministries, but there was a, there was a learning curve i had to learn to trust the lord and and now look, looking back looking back i see a, a pattern i was off without food i was off without money i had all kinds of issues but every time i learned something every time i grew I learned to trust. I learned to work on myself. I learned to change my mind. I, I really had to, had to re- redo my, my, myself. And the whole time, what really got me through to this, that was uh, blessings, when people blessed me, uh, prayer, the bible and other other
2: believers there was always mm. at one
1: point in my life and issues were big god put someone in my life and this person taught me and that was also when uh and john mm. you know we, we started uh, with ministry here with the ties. This was just a time
0: that, uh, it was hard to get funds. No money. I had no, uh, yeah, right, no, no uh, money. I had no, uh, no uh, church behind things. I had no, no uh, mission group. And you're married. Me. At this time, you're married, right?
1: Oh, right, yes. No. Married and four kids.
0: How old were you then? And it
1: was hard, you know, yeah. to, <clears throat> and I had to learn uh, business skills. I had to learn it, and at this time
2: I was not uh, good good at it. And that was uh, financially, and uh, that, that was a hard time.
1: You know, it was really a hard time. And then came uh, John in my, my life. And I asked John about it. I said, I money, I need money. And John said, uh, I know about prayer and fasting. That was, uh, John came into my life. He said, Prayer and fast. And that. So, so every uh, Thursday we met. Him. We fasted for 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 a uh, day, and we prayed. <laughs> and at this time, it looked so, it looked so, it was against the odds. <laughs> I'm here a foreigner. I'm here a foreigner in Thailand. Yeah, you know visa issues, and the the work didn't work. The cash flow didn't flow. The cash didn't flow, and and here we sit, you know, fasting and sitting on a mat under a small tree, and we pray. But I had faith; something will come out, and. Now, uh, looking back, uh, God answered the prayers, John and I had, God answered the prayers, uh, more than what I thought. At this time, I didn't think. I didn't think this,
2: this, this,
0: this will work, but... Now, for the okay. sake of the audience, that was 25 years ago, and uh, like Raymond mentioned, my family and I were missionaries over there, but in the past 25 years, and Raymond's going to tell us about this, it's just amazing, David. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Th- th- what I always say, this vision that Raymond had to reach Thai people for the Lord, to share the gospel, has been manifested physically buildings children schools teachers tsunami rescue plan and he's going to share about that but to go there today and to see what was unseen before it was just in him right he prayed yes he fasted and then gradually God started manifesting and it's been a lesson for all of us it's been a lesson for me that God God just honors humility and prayer and perseverance and patience. So, Raymond, share your vision and, and how that started taking place.
1: <clears throat> yeah, because my, in my uh, pattern, I know I had always people in my life to help me to reach the next step. And. Suddenly, I wanted to become a guy like this. I wanted to be a man like this. I want to be a man in other people's life to help them for the
2: next step in life, the next level. uh That is now deep, deep in my heart.
1: And all in all, we have now 350 teens. We have, uh, we actually rescue teens. We
2: rescue children who are in danger of being trafficked. So we get this
1: out of this. Some of these kids live with us now. We have 19 kids mm-hmm. living with us. This is a hardcore background. You know, some were
2: raped already at the age of three.
0: So, you're you're talking, uh, just pardon me one second, so the audience knows. Children over in that part of the world, if they're not under proper supervision and parents, etc., they get swept up into the sex trade industry. And what Raymond and his family have been able to do is literally like rescue these children and have them in a residential school discipleship program (coughs) that protects them and gets ready. And then he starts training them how to do work, how to have employment. He's going to fill us in on all this. I just want to bring the audience up to type on it. Well,
3: yeah, Raymond, how do you rescue them? Do you go into the villages and if you see an issue, is it that aggressive or do they know about you and they come to your front door? Uh,
1: So in the beginning,
2: uh, uh, we have a network. So okay. people talk, uh,
1: people know. So the thing is, some of these kids, they get raised to be sold, and at the age of 12, suddenly they're gone. Yeah. And they reach 12, so that, that is the age around 12. Hmm. And if we have a team, and we know about kids who are on, on the list. To be next, and uh, then we go in, and and uh, some of these kids we had to to, to buy because the parents parents want to give them, money.
0: you know. So uh, some of these uh, parents we had to talk and we had to uh, to uh, pay for for them. Otherwise, they would have sold them to the uh, the traffickers. Uh, right. How do you pay for them? Cash? Cash, you know, okay. I mean, (laughs) wow. How do you get money now for the audience, Raymond? Just explain. I mean, I know you trust in God and what you've seen in terms of the building and the projects and the sponsorships of these children. You have churches behind you now. You have different groups and... uh, I mean, uh, it's just amazing. Maybe you could share a little about that. Well, I I
3: think it would be important, too, uh, from the time you and John started praying, just to talk about where the money started coming in from and what kind of partnerships you've been forming, uh, you know, in Thailand. I think that's really a a true miracle, and I would love for everybody to hear that.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, (laughs) I have a little uh, business to sell uh, alarm stones, uh, body body deodorant stones. You know, it's like a, a crystal we use uh, for clean uh, deodorant. And suddenly, God blesses and we earn good. So I, I use this uh, business to fund the, the work. And then after a while, we we work now also with uh, HMK. It's a ministry to help uh, to help uh, persecuted uh, believers. And I work with a German mission, Tan. To all nations is a German mission. So we have uh, we have now three or four
2: groups we we work with. And from
1: our church in uh, Germany,
0: they support us. So God has blessed you and some open, some doors, and I'm liking our listeners to hear this too. You know, David, yes, because uh, absolutely, we want to give out any contact information or any way they might want to follow up with Raymond. Um, God willing, my wife and I go back there every yeah. every year if mm-hmm. we can, but we can't with COVID. Before yeah. It left out. We like to keep it, uh, you know, going and uh, growing. And uh, we just continue to pray for God's favor, Raymond, that these doors continue to open. All right, continue with the story, Raymond. I don't want to interrupt. Just tell some of those ministries. Uh, you mentioned the trafficking and the rescued children. And then the children actually live with you and your family on a, um, well, it's like a residential school. Go on, fill that in.
1: Right. So, so what is now, now we, we rescue these kids, so they're at age 12 and they live with us, or we keep in touch with them, we meeting, we have now t- uh, teams uh, visiting them. So that works now, so that, that works uh, very good.
2: But now these teams grow. They grow in faith, they really, they work hard, they're willing to work. These are really great mm. kids, mm. great
1: teens. But, but now they are also 20, 21, and they want to have a job. Right. They want to start their life. They want to marry. And so these kids ask me, please help us to find a job. You know, and uh, that is quite a, a burden. So we started in 2020. We started
2: uh, a small food uh, uh, business to make
1: uh, some uh, noodles,
2: and we make this uh, these uh, noodles here in
1: dark. And it, our teens, you know, we have one of these teams uh, manage the, the place, workers, everything. So they, they earn out. They they have
2: a place there to earn. And we open a small
1: sales uh, kiosk in ba- Bangkok to sell it.
0: So they make so the they make the, the product, product, and then they sell it in Bangkok in a kiosk.
1: Right, and. And we thank God, so now we, we uh, cover costs.
0: Jobs.
2: Yeah.
0: Amazing. So we have jobs now here,
1: so it uh, cover costs. And right now we have a plan. Actually, it starts it start next next month. It starts in May. We want to open in May. We want to open three more. We want to open three more kiosks. And by next year, we plan to have a uh, hundred. A hundred? So we plan to have uh, hundred small
0: kiosks. So Raymond, and, so and the, the children, as they grow up, they're learning a skill. Let me just walk you through this. They're learning how to make and bake these foods, package them, get them to the big city like Bangkok, and then they learn business skills by selling, and it, now they're getting, they're they're becoming little entrepreneurs or little. Uh, they have a job. Right. Amazing. So that
1: is now. So that is now. Please, we need a prayer for, for this. Right. So next month, according to our plan, we have to open three uh, kiosks because because we have already. Already teens to uh, queue, you know, the people uh, waiting.
0: Right. And the vision is every kiosk become a home church. Sorry. What you, I'm sorry. You'll do what?
1: So the kiosk will help to earn, to earn, and
2: and it shall become become a home. Church, a Bible
0: study church. Oh, I see. You're starting churches, don't you? Wow, wow, that's amazing mm-hmm. vision.
3: So, um, w- when they get to be 21 or 20, and you're starting now to put them into this business, uh, that you are, are are you in charge of that? Uh, is it part of the facility? You've set it up so that um, it's a natural progression for the younger kids to get into the family-owned business. Um, Yes, yeah,
1: somehow I the they have come somewhere from the mountains so really uh, they you know and we have to help them that they can survive survive in uh, Bangkok
0: and they make enough money to survive now oh yeah they, it's, it's, so our teams who work in the they can can earn up to $800 uh,
2: 800, uh, US, which is good. Yeah, right. That is really good. So we are really blessed. And we
1: have a goal, we think, if we manage, and uh, we we will, we have to, once we have 100 100 kiosks, the business will support our whole uh,
0: mission work. Boy, amazing, amazing. Now, if somebody's listening, they want to get involved or find out more information or to give, or maybe they have some business uh, skills they want to help, advertising, can they get in touch with you, Raven? Yes, please.
1: Uh, can can mail me ray at avodafoundation.org. <laughs> Ray is R-A-I, R-A-I,
0: uh-huh. at huh You're going to have to repeat that, Okay, I'll repeat that. Then we'll do it at the end again, too. So that's Ray, if you want to get in touch with him, R-A-I, at Avoda A V O D A Foundation F O U N D A T I O N dot org. That's a good way to get in touch. Right. Right. And if anybody has questions, they can talk to you or me, David, and we can direct them to Raymond. Absolutely. Also. Yeah. So okay, Raymond. So now you. What about the school? Tell us about the school up on the border. Yeah, we school. So we. We opened the first, uh, the first uh,
1: migrant school, because uh, Burma and Thailand are from are actually uh, the enemies uh, before. Right. So the Burmese and are, are not uh, dream well. And in 1989. Uh, 1998, we started to school. So we have now a school there with uh, 150
0: kids in it. 150 wow. Burmese children
2: from the slums.
0: 150 students now? Yeah. And how many teachers on staff? Uh, uh,
1: six now. We have a staff of six.
0: Amazing.
3: Are, are these kids teaching? Are they uh, giving back now and being a part of the great work you're doing out there?
1: Yeah, this is they grow and want to join. And actually, my, my wife is a lawyer. And we just talk, talked about, about it because uh, Bob is from the slums. The, the law is quite uh, tricky, they are not allowed to leave the slums. I think if some, somebody knows the, the law, we can guide these uh, people. So I, I walked last night with my wife. We, we will open a law of office right next to the slums to oh. help people get all the legal stuff done.
0: So you're going to open up a legal office to help these poor people that are caught. They're really trapped in the slums, and then they have to work long hours. In sweatshops, and it's really a rough oh, situation. So, you're going to help them legally now that your wife has the law degree,
1: uh, right? Yes, correct.
0: Wow, oh, that's a great vision! Wow, so it's amazing, Raymond. To do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the school is pretty incredible. I've been up there on several occasions, yeah. But, um, so Raymond, I mean, you've come a long way,
3: boy, have you?
0: Since living on the beaches in Thailand, we got about six minutes left but uh, so to share your big vision now you're looking next year to have one the kiosk I meet mean, is that mobile can they push that around or drive that around that little kiosk uh no it's
2: it's a uh, 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 station
0: it's fixed can you get near the big shopping malls and the airports and stuff like that if-
1: and now after, after Corona, we say twice because uh, something happened. They closed down the shops now.
0: Oh, they closed down the shops.
1: So, yeah, COVID. And uh, we must say praise the Lord during the whole time with uh, Corona, our food selling worked. So we had no, it did. It, it,
3: it really worked. It really, we, we, we know God is, God is uh, blessing. It never slowed down at all. Do, do you have a clean facility to make this food uh, on your site, your physical site? Oh,
1: yeah, fine. We have uh, uh, F- FDA,
0: so, so everything is clean with people. Yeah, wow. yes, everything is wow. food. So, so tell me again, Raymond, what is the product? What is the What is, what is it you're making or baking? Tell me about that a little bit. It's a dim sum,
1: dim sum noodles, and it's, uh, how you call this, Uh, Chinese fun.
0: Oh, it's like a a croissant. It's like a croissant? Uh,
1: kind of, yeah, but uh, Chinese. And and, uh, we make it in the old style, we have, so we we make it like, like 30 years ago and people, people love it. Wow. Really, uh, people, people call, call us, say, oh, thank you. They <laughs> really uh, put a smile on the pe- people's face.
3: Wow. <laughs> how, did, is... how did you get the ingredients and know the formula to do this?
1: Oh, we had to learn.
3: Okay. We
1: had to learn. And actually, we invited one of the most famous, most famous Tim sum maker in Thailand.
3: She well, came in and wow. stayed with us and taught us the ropes for wow. the little tricks. That that you know that's a blessing. That's another huge blessing from God. Who would have thought this individual would would come to do this? So she must be a follower too of Christ. <sighs>
1: or something yeah
0: she she, uh, stayed with us and patiently and told us all the little tricks and you know there's a
1: lot of small small things
0: right well i know what raymond over the years a lot of people have come up to your place and stayed business people teachers missionaries volunteers doctors so you've you've got a God's giving you favor, but He's brought a lot of people, and I think a lot of people are still going to be coming there to offer their advice, their skills, you know. And uh, that—I mean, your dream was always to have a center there, in the center of Thailand, and now you told me all the uh, everything is built with the bungalows. You've moved your office over there. You've got a a, a a swimming pool. I mean, you can host teams over there once Corona is lifted and everything
1: the Lord, yeah. They praise the Lord. Really, really praise the Lord. And you know, I I walk sometimes around here, and I said, praise the Lord. It is more than I planned,
0: and more than I I could think think about. Yeah. Yeah. And it's beautiful. You know? it uh, is.
1: Prayer and fasting and Bible works.
3: <laughs> there
0: you go. So, there's okay, there's
3: your how, recipe. How often do you do you pray and fast? Uh you probably pray every day. How often do you fast and what does that fast look like? Do you not eat anything, just water? Uh if,
1: if, if you fast only only water. Yeah,
0: only water. That's what we used to and do. Have yeah, all our oh, teams, wait, wait. with
1: all our teams. Uh, oh. our teams, yeah, we have at least uh, once a month we have a we have a fasting day,
2: and uh, once a week we have a a, a, a prayer day.
3: I see. Oh, we pray. The, we have some, they we pray
0: all the time the, now. The, yeah. the
2: clock for prayer
0: wow
3: how long do you pray for a day do you do you are you together and you pray all day uh, or a couple hours or
0: what
1: uh we have shifts uh, shifts uh,
0: one hour each wow wow you got a good plan we yes. only have a couple minutes left raymond but god willing i mean i hope to bring david over there someday yes i would love to come and see it he does medical products yeah. and uh
1: of people who are listening now. Yes. And, and maybe can I say, I just put a book on, on, on Amazon.
0: Tell us about the book, Raymond. Oh, yeah. About the life of our kids. Uh, seven stories.
1: how God transformed the life of our kids. And the book is called Chai
0: Chayo, that means that means
1: uh, victory. Victory. Chayo. Chayo.
0: C H A I Y O H. That's on Google now, right? Uh,
2: uh,
0: Amazon. Yeah. I'm on Amazon. So if anybody's listening and want to learn any more about what we've been talking about and Raymond's involvement, especially with these children that come to Christ. Go on Amazon, Chayo. Like Raymond said, that translates from Thai to victory, and it's about testimonies of these young people that came to Christ and their lives are transformed. Once again, that's Chayo, C H A I Y O, and that means victory or overcoming. And so uh, we'll be sure to. We...
1: Sorry. Y O H, so C H A I
0: Y O H. Oh, there's an H at the end, right, Raymond? H-O-A. Well, Raymond, I, I'd like okay. to do a follow-up show in the summer. Uh, and then uh, see how everything is going with those kiosks and how you hopefully no more of this COVID and all that. Right. And the, everything is open again with yeah. foreigners and that coming in and out. Well, God bless you, Raymond. Thanks God bless for you, t- Raymond. Thanks you for taking a busy time God, out of your they, schedule. Good job and Dave and, and everybody here
1: on the, on, on the show, uh, to you. God bless,
0: God bless you, Raymond.
1: you all in peace
0: man. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Raymond.
3: Talk to you soon, Raymond. Bye bye. Bye bye. Makes
0: the dream work. Yeah, there you go. I hope everybody heard that. Say teamwork, teamwork makes the dream work. You can listen to the show. You can live stream the show. It's on probably be this Saturday at nine to ten American on Eastern time, eighty nine point one FM radio. God bless you, Raymond. God bless you.